the heck is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and of course, I am joined by my two incredible co-hosts. They make me smile each and every day, and gosh darn it, I hope they make you smile each and every week. Starting us off over there, we got Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, Alana. Thank you for asking. It's been another week away, and I know you do nothing but awesome, cool, radical stuff. So oh. tell me, what's one cool thing you've done? Uh, Mike, I got an Xbox Series X. Should we just jump Ooh. right into that? Here we go. Here okay, jump right into it, right Alana. Here. It's a beefy boy. It's very big, uh, as you can tell. But this is this is the box. I absolutely love the top. The fact that that's not LEDs. It's just the way that the plastic is lined is so cool. Um, we've got my... A little hard drive in the back there. So yeah, we uh, we have it. We have hands-on. We will get into that, I imagine. <laughs> Heck yeah. We'll be talking this episode about early hands-on impressions and everything that goes into that. So look forward to that. We'll hear from Alana in just a little bit. But over there, we have our other co-host, the rogue one, Mr. Gary Witta. Gary, Hello. how have you been? How's your week been, my man? It's been good. I don't have anything as uh, as exciting as getting a Series X in the mail like Alana did. Uh, let me see. Oh, I got a flu shot today, which you should all do as well. Uh, everyone watching and listening at home, mm -hmm. don't forget to get your flu shot. More important this year than ever. That's the end of my public service announcement. I appreciate that. I love that, Gary. Remember to wash your hands, practice good social distancing techniques, wear your mask whenever possible. And gosh darn it, we here at the X or at the Xcast and at Kind of Funny want you to be safe and healthy throughout the year. So take care of yourself. And take care of your loved ones. Mike, hey, PSA. Can we, yeah, can we make it so that you can announce all public safety PSAs? <laughs> like if you were the person at the train station who's like, please stand behind the yellow line so you don't get injured. I'd be just walking around smiling yeah. all the time. The, the positive vibes. Like how can you say yeah. no? I feel like, we'd, yeah, if Mike was the face of that, of right. like the, uh, of like public health campaigns, we'd probably have a lot more <laughs> compliance. Yeah. Everyone is just feeling good. Let's make that oh. happen. Who do we call? <laughs> Greg, do you know someone? You, probably you guys someone. always make me blush and smile, and I will take that opportunity if anybody ever wants to pass it along to me. <laughs> but that's enough of that. Let's jump right into some sh into the show. Some quick housekeeping news for you. Of course, this is the Kind of Funny X-Cast. Each and every week, I get Gary Whittle, Alana Pearson, Barrett Courtney to come talk Xbox with me and with you, best friends. So make sure to go check us out on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games every single Saturday at 6 a.m. We will be posting live to that and on podcast services around the globe. So do me a favor, like, share, and subscribe. Show it off to all your friends. And of course, get in the comments. Let me know what you like from this episode. Give me everything that you got under the video game sun. On top of that, of course, we have two cool announcements here. Number one, Alana and Gary. Greg Miller has now finally completed his first ever playthrough of Halo combat evolved little quick cheers for him hey congratulations greg you did it first you and last probably and what was what just was, gonna what say was the, uh, what might was the, the takeaway what was the takeaway? you like it barrett i i, uh, I don't think it was there, overly positive there might have been some uh almost tears yesterday from what i understand because really? remember they were playing on like the the hardest uh i forget what it's called legendary, legendary. yeah they were playing legendary because tim is really good at halo this is greg's first uh run through of, of halo one and from what I, what I understand there were some major frustrations near the end of that game uh, uh yesterday beef with halo and legendary is that you no matter how well you play run out of ammo very quickly mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. if you play solo and then i have to use weapons that i don't like so much so yep. i tend to play her by choice or use the strat where if you're playing co-op just have your teammate kill you 
so you can respawn and get your weapons back. Yep. <laughs> but like the minute that I don't have a battle rifle and I have an assault rifle instead, I'm like, game's garbage. The game sucks. <laughs> Stealing battle rifles off of Marines as much as I can. <laughs> like, give me that, dude. I need this. Pretty uh, much. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, maybe we should have put you with Greg Miller over there to help Tim and him. Mm -hmm. um, but they are now done. So we will continue our Xbox weekends here at Kind of Funny. Hopefully, you are enjoying those. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Greg Miller's playthrough will continue to go up mission by mission, episode by episode. So enjoy your awesome Kind of Funny Xbox weekends. And now we're heading into October. And my producer, Barrett Courtney, and the Kind of Funny team have another fun project. So to end housekeeping, let's let our producer, Barrett Courtney, tell you about Donktober. So if you don't know here at Kind of Funny, October has been renamed Donktober. Uh, blessing at AOA Jr. and I, who uh, grew up loving Donkey Kong 64, are playing through the entire game over the next four weeks to celebrate this game that we absolutely loved. Uh, all right, you, this is all you've ever wanted. Uh, this is Dick. literally like the like the peak of my career, probably. Uh, if you don't uh, remember back in January when we were fundraising on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny and Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, one of our stretch goals that we hit was Blessing and I uh, would stream Donkey Kong 64. What would that look like? We weren't sure at the time. Fast forward a few months later, uh, Blessing admitted to me that he has never actually rolled credits on the game. He has gotten really far in the game, but he never gotten to that final boss. And I knew immediately what Donktober needed to be. It's all building up to Blessing at AOA Jr., who has built so much of his brand on top of loving this game. Uh, to finally beat the game for the first time. So join us later today. If you're uh, watching this or listening to it on podcast services around the globe, later uh, uh, this afternoon, 12 p.m. Pacific time, over on twitch.tv, or uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We will be streaming that for a few hours, uh, the opening hours today, and that'll be up later over on youtube.com so that's kind of funny so Barrett, Barrett I gotta ask you how, mm -hmm. how does that game hold up because I feel like a lot of those Nintendo 64 games from that generation can, can be tough to revisit I hate to talk about this but I know I'm gonna have to talk about it eventually just because I'm known I'm known as the hot take boy kind of funny uh, everybody <laughs> just loves to hate me for all of my takes um, Mario 64 is a game that like going back to it especially most recently trying to play it on, uh, on the Switch and like right now it's, it's one of those games like, I'm just not in the mood for um, but that's been a game that I've tried to play uh, over the last couple of years, like even on Wii U. And I, there's just a lot of choices in that game that I don't think hold up. Donkey Kong 64, I will say, however, holds up very well. Uh, I played through it uh, a month ago before giving Blessing the kind of funny Wii U uh, to stream it because I wanted to see like how long it would take me to, to play through the entire game uh, doing the minimum requirements of that game. Uh, just because on average it takes like people roughly 20 to 30 hours to beat it. And uh, I was like, all right, how, like, we only have so much time to stream this game throughout Donktober. How fast can I beat it? And I was able to do it 12, uh, 12 hours uh, solid. So um, I'm feeling confident. The, the game is really pretty. It's really fun to control all of the different Kongs. Um, you know, if you're like Blessing and I, we, we love a good uh, collect-a-thon, uh, even if it goes a little uh, too above and beyond on uh, collect-a-thoning. Um, it's weird, it though, hits. Barrett, because Banjo-Kazooie is superior. Huh. But I notice you're not huh. playing that. Yeah. It's almost a, it's well, like it, it was a banjo tober here or something. Mm. Like, yeah, let's make banjo toba happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it on the X Cats. I mean, I made, I made, I made the, I made the request on kind of funny games daily early this week. I'll make it again now. Donktober, that's a, a you know, got thirty-one days. 
please do also make some time to play Donkey Kong because I really want to see you and Blessing beating those bongos. I don't think we have any way to play that game. <laughs> oh, you must mm. so surely, surely a best friend. But will, that's, that's like a, you send up the bat signal. Someone will send. That's you some a Wii bongos. game, is it not? Uh, yeah, I want to say that's a Was Wii it? game. I don't even remember Donkey Konga. I don't. Come to oh, kind of funny yeah, X Cast where we talk or? about Nintendo games yeah, for fifteen minutes. Let, we'll spin <laughs> yeah. it. Let's get into it. <laughs> while he lifts that up, let's spin it really quick just to stay on this. It's Donktober. Go check out Blessing and Barrett. Have some fun. Alana, I'm going to give it to you really quick. If you could have one cool Nintendo, you know, first party IP come to Xbox, who would be that mascot? Who's that character that you want over on Xbox or that game, really? Uh, you know, I would have said Okami, but I believe that's already happened. Um, I want a Matarasu and everything. And in, in so far as it relates to Smash, which is why I feel like you're asking me this question. Oh, oh, um, oh. <laughs> it, like I, I've always said a Matarasu is the character that I would want, um, which is, okay. you know, technically a Capcom. But I, if as long as I'm remembering correctly, I did play Okami originally on a Nintendo platform. Right, right, right. Anyone? It's <laughs> definitely on Wii. Just making sure that my information is correct here. I'm pretty sure I I that's played correct. It. Oh no, it was on PS2 as well. Oh, so PS2, PS2 okay, and yeah. Wii, uh, before making its way to the Xbox One as Okami HD. So that was yeah one of the games that I loved that was not um, originally on Xbox that I I absolutely adore, and will bring up at really any point in time for anyone to play um, whenever they can. But uh, the good news is that my favorite Nintendo games were all 64 games that were actually all Rare games, mm, yes. which means we have them. <laughs> On Rare Replay. Um, except, rare replay. For, except for Donkey Kong 64, unfortunately. Never heard of it. Uh, sounds trash. Oh, but um, Banjo, Kazooie, and Tui, I absolutely love. I wasn't so hot on Nuts and Bolts, um, but I also love Jet Force Gemini. We'll play more of that whenever I, I can if they revive that. Love Perfect Dark. But hey, we have all that stuff, so love I feel it. great about it. <laughs> Gary Witta, is there a certain Nintendo IP, especially coming from a guy? Animal Crossing was your jam. You know, could you have one on Xbox that you love? I, I, it's a hard question for me to care about, to be honest, because I have a Nintendo. So, like, I, I'm happy just to play it on that. It, 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 to me, whether what, which format I'm playing it on um, doesn't really matter. Like, I'm fortunate enough to have all the consoles and I've got my bases covered. I would have said, like, you know, like, like Alana said, she would have said, Okami, we got it. I would have said Battletoads, but we got it. Ooh. You know, like, we're Did you finish it, Barry, <laughs> no. Did you finish I, it, Gary? I play. I I, pl I played a bit of it. I really. I didn't get too far into it because I really wanted to play it co-op with my kid, and she just it didn't click for her. Like I, not... I seriously, I think I said this on the show recently, but I ended up loving it. Like the level yeah. variety is nuts to the extent that when we were looking at the reviews, I was like, this game is like maybe those review scores are, are fair. Obviously, it's subjective, but um, I was like, don't to any Xbox fans watching this you know you have game pass don't let any of those review scores put you off of battletoads it's a great time i really enjoyed play that you already game. have it so get it <laughs> no doubt i am actually going to go with super smash bros ultimate i wish we could mm. have minecraft steve who's now making his appearance over there over on xbox because i look back a lot and i think of different kind of like smash bros games they've tried to bring onto the xbox i think of small arms a lot of you xbox arcade members might remember that one, Small Arms. And then, of course, we've seen Brawlhalla. Uh, I think a PlayStation Battle Royale All-Stars was a fun, dumb one. And I would love to see Microsoft somehow do something dumb and fun like that. I was going to say to you, Mike, do you think, uh, uh, to Alana as well, uh, of course, do you, do you think that Microsoft has enough of a portfolio that they could build their own tournament fighter if they wanted to? I would say if PlayStation built one, I don't see why Microsoft and Xbox couldn't do one 100%. 
There'd be some fun characters in there. Because now well, they have Bethesda yeah. characters, too. You, you got your, your Mr. Halos, oh, your Gears Halo. of War. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. I couldn't come up with your Pit Boys. Yeah. I couldn't come up with a stupid name for Gears of War. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, even like, uh, who else would you have? Uh, you got your car from Forza. Yeah, well, you, you gotta have, have one of the legendary pilots, uh, pirates, sorry, from Sea of Thieves or like one of the, cool. the ghost characters in that who are awesome. You got Joanna um, Dark. Joanna cool. Dark, obviously Banjo, who is already in Banjo's Smash, in. representing yeah, uh-huh. the squad. Some Battletoads? Some Battletoads is like a no-brainer for sure. But you can also right. now have Bethesda properties. You can have Doom Guy. I know Phil people. Spencer listens to this podcast. Phil, make it happen. Xbox All-Stars <laughs> Tournament Fighter. That's what we want. I would make actually time. prefer a kart racer. Same vein. Kart racer would be why, why not both? Both. I love Thank it. Thank you. Well, everybody <laughs> listening, all my best friends around the globe, let me know in the comments down below what would be your dream Nintendo game to come over to Xbox and who would you put in your Xbox Super Fighter Ultimate Tournament that Gary's brought up? Let me know. <laughs> Enough of that. Let's just jump into the show because the hype continues to build, everyone. We are now, by my count, 40 days away from the Xbox Series S and X launch. Alana now has her Xbox series x in hand we will talk about preview that builds. in just moment. yeah i was gonna start that that's right these are preview builds not final builds that we have seen go around to influencers and reviewers throughout the week so they will be working off of the non-final retail version just so you all know listening and watching out there but there's been some really fun stuff to come out of it i wouldn't call it sexy and hot news and breakdowns that you're getting from a lot of these reviewers but what you're seeing from these impressions are some really great foundations to go into day number one that i'm personally excited about and actually answered some of my questions that we've talked about throughout this show so i want to give a big shout out to jeff grubb good friend of the show jeffy grubb grubb of course ryan Mm -hmm. mccaffrey from ign unlocked i love that guy and digital foundry those were a lot of the sources that i went through and took in a lot of their first impressions but before i'm going to kick it to alana she'll kind of talk about what she can speak on but From what we saw, it was all backwards compatible titles. Nobody really showed off any new games. It looks like they're not even at that point yet. They talked about the boot up time of the console, the boot up times and cold start times for certain titles that are backwards compatible. And they talked about transfer speeds. If you really want to get nerdy, and I will always tell you, go listen to the experts at Digital Foundry. They had a great breakdown of certain titles that had certain requirements or certain features that could be opened up, that could get a boost from the Xbox Series X without even being optimized. So that was a really cool one. That's got a lot of mumbo-jumbo techie stuff that I'm not really going to get into, but Mm -hmm. a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So, Alana, before we get into transfer speeds, boot-up times and stuff, you have now received yours. Do you want to just give me and the listeners a baseline of what you can really talk about at this moment? Pretty much what they've spoken about. Uh, A lot of stuff is embargoed right now. So the biggest thing that you're seeing everyone talk about is probably quick resume between multiple games, uh, which is the thing that I've been testing the most because I, I mean, I love that feature anyway, Um, but it's, it's nuts. Uh, And it's, there's a, I'm going to make a video with inside gaming who I also work for, if you didn't know on Monday, where I was basically going to have, like one person boot everything up on in an Xbox One X and have me doing it with the Series X and have the rest of our crew like react to how fast it is because I can't do both of mine at the same time to test it. Uh, obviously, without having like double recording setup, it gets complicated with my little home setup. But it, it's mind blowing. Like I was sitting there doing it with I think I had three games that I was jumping between at once, just laughing, just being like, oh, my God, uh, it's very, very satisfying. And I kind of hope I never get used to it because uh, 
huge fan. It's, it's super convenient. And I am a person who like, if you've had a bad day or something, you don't know what you want to play. Sometimes I will jump between games. I did that just last night. Didn't have a bad day, but uh, I was just jumping between um, Crash 4 because that has just come out and uh, the original Insane Trilogy and comparing the two of them. And being able to do that with Quick Resume would be way, way, way different and a way better experience. It's it's awesome. It's That's all I can say is, um, you know, they they boast about this kind of stuff with next gen. We always, I feel like, have very high expectations with next gen hardware. Um, I think that probably, uh, as Gary was the one to specifically point out, Burnt Halo, it didn't look next gen for a lot of people. So people are automatically upset by it. This particular thing actually feels next gen and in practice is something that just doesn't exist on current platforms. So very happy with it. Um, I think, yeah, when people get their hands on it, it's going to, it's going to impress a lot of people more than just reading, you know, one minute versus six seconds. Like when you see it is like, Oh my God, it's super cool. It sounds cool. And it looks even cooler seeing it live. Alana, I'm sure that you get to experience that. And of course the YouTube videos that we all saw, that was the next generation is right. Alana. That's what I'm looking for is I want to be able to jump in between games and really start up games pretty quick. And we'll talk about that in a moment because Gary, you had a killer tweet just yesterday. You saw the start times. What do you think about some of those boot, boot up times there? Well, I got to say, Mike, I, I disagree with you when you say that this isn't this, this stuff that we're talking about isn't like the sexiest stuff. I think it's very sexy. I do too, I think, actually. <laughs> I think not, not having to work. I'm like, you know, we've seen in console gaming uh, going from the old days of cartridges where you would slap a game into, into the cartridge slot and be playing it instantly, literally within one second you'd be playing, to uh, all of this blow as games have now gone onto discs and hard drives and there's massive installs. I think the, the 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 worst of I mean there may be worse ones but the worst one that I remember from this last generation was Red Dead Redemption 2. The amount of time you had to wait for that game to load was agonizing. It was like come on this is beyond a joke. We shouldn't have to wait this long. So and we um, it's, it's not just that game there are many many other uh offenders and I feel like one one of the best one of the single simplest and best quality of life improvements that we could have asked for would be a drastic uh uh, reduction, not just in load times within games, like individual boot ups and load when you go to another a new level or a new section, but being able to flip back and forth between uh, back and forth between games. And it seems like from a lot of the comparisons, I've, I've watched a lot a bunch of these side by side uh, comparison videos. You know, taking like Outer Worlds, you know, on a One X and then on a Series X, pressing A on both of them and seeing which one boots up more quickly. I've seen it with Tony Hawk and a bunch of other uh, popular games have been tested in that way. And it's yeah, it's night and day. Like it's a no, it's obviously noticeably better. Uh, so yeah, I I think it's very sexy. I'm quite aroused. Looking at these, uh, looking at these um, uh, uh, faster performance times, these load times. And yeah, Mike, to reference my tweet, as, as I said to you before, like, I've already got next gen senioritis. I'm already looking at my PlayStation Four and my Xbox One X with disdain. Because I'm like, come on, like this, you guys are you guys are ready to be retired. Why are you still sitting around here? You've outstayed your welcome. I know the new hotness is just around the corner. Why are we still waiting? And certainly after seeing uh, just how much the Series X outperforms uh, the console I currently have plugged in, yeah, I just I'm looking at my my current piece of uh, my current One X is like what a, what a piece of garbage. It's hard for me to go back now. I do definitely yeah. have that problem where like you know everything that I'm playing for work still is through 
I mean, frankly, mostly PC, but also Xbox One X. And and I feel like now I'm going to be like, what do you mean this is going to take a minute to play Sea of Thieves? What is this? Trash? I don't have a minute. I'm a busy man. Uh, uh, I, a lot I going on. A minute. One thing that, that I didn't even know that I was doing that this has changed is uh, usually if I'm waiting for a loading screen is like when I'm like looking at my Twitter timeline. Mm -hmm. uh, it's fast enough now that I'm not. And I love that. <laughs> that I'm like not doing that's actually, the, that's, the scrolling. Yeah. I'm just playing yeah. the game and, and let's, having that realization. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's obviously I'm not trying to engage. I'm just like, what's everyone up to? Whatever. Just waiting <laughs> for this thing to happen. Now that I'm not doing that, I was like, Oh, I'm just actually just like putting my phone away from me and playing the game and not like being like, okay, let's wait for this cutscene, Like whatever. Like it's, it feels really and nice. And Alana, the quick resume thing almost seems like overkill. I saw a bunch of websites where they're saying like, we're like really loading up with like how many different games can we, quick resume between it it sounds like it only started to stutter when you got up to like six or seven or eight games but again that's like way three. more than I, I, and that to me feels like maybe at most there might be three games currently that you're playing you're batting around but like seven or eight really does anyone have seven or eight games on the go at any given time it's nice that it can do it but it almost seems like it's overpowered in that regard Sure. Like there's, there's some stuff that's excited me, like with the job that I have at Funhouse as a producer where I've been like, I think we could make some like really cool like tournament videos where it's like, now put that game down and swap into this game and do this in this game type oh, stuff that I think will be cool. really fun for like uh, competition stuff um, that I definitely want to do when more people have them, obviously. Um, I guess two other things that I can say because you can't embargo the way the thing looks when people have seen it. Uh, it doesn't fit in my cabinet upright. I do have to have it on the side, but it does have, you know, it is, it is built to be put on the side so that's no problem um but also this thing and this is such like a small complaint but it's you know worth pointing out just because i've noticed it in everyone's photos picks up grubby fingerprints real bad a lot of if you're getting your greasy mitts uh -oh. on it it's all over it i don't know what it is it's something about the just the the mat um that i don't feel like i have with any of my other xbox ones but this one you know it'll if you're sweating and you're touching it you're gonna need to wipe it down i have a um i have a comment and a question for alana on like again just the, the physical part which as you say it's hard to embargo like we've all seen it um right. one comment was i saw a lot of people saying if you're a parent be very careful about placing the thing vertically because those vent holes on the top are absolutely big enough for a kid to drop a pencil or a crayon into or something uh, or you know, something, you know, something that shouldn't go. I mean, those those holes on the on the top are pretty big. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, really. Just just, just oh. be aware of like if you if you've got kids in the house, uh, things could easily disappear down those little holes. Um, and then just generally, uh, Alana, I wanted to ask you because like you can look at all the pictures and all the dimensions and all the size comparisons in the world, but you never really know until you actually see it in the flesh and get your hands on it. When you first pulled it out of the box. Was your impression, was it like, oh, it's, wow, it really is big. Or was it, was it, was it about what you expected or did it surprise you in any way in terms of the actual size and weight and shape of the thing? Obviously super subjective and everyone will have a different reaction to that. But mine was, oh, wow, it is really beefy. And I expected it to be really big, um, but it certainly, you know, be, especially because I'm spending so much time looking at all my Xbox One X. I just got the Cyberpunk one, which by the way, so cool. It has like this, this light up in the dark thing. Anyway. Um, because yeah that's the console that I, I frankly think i see the most uh this thing in comparison is is huge um but i will say i feel like this design is uh it looks smart it's what i think of it in person like where you know you got those fridge vibes on the internet where it just looked like a big dumb box um it is a very minimalist design that i feel like having it in my display cabinet on the side 
it just looks really neat. It looks tidy. It doesn't look obnoxious. And I, I, I'm a really big fan of that for sure. But definitely I mean, big, definitely heavy. Yeah. I mean, so, Sony's got you covered. If that's, if you, if not, if obnoxious is what you want for sure. Uh, if you want to have like yeah, the overly, <laughs> overly, overly designed contour uh, design. Um, and Alana, I think, am I right in saying that like when you, if you want to uh, align it vertically, if you want to stand it up, there's like a little circular base that you add onto it. Is that, is there, there's like a separate piece? I believe that's on it, right? That just comes on. I, mean, I, I didn't know if that was part of it. Don't answer all... that for safety. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if I'm allowed. Uh, I've, I've just look, seen, I've just seen some pictures on it. Some of the pictures that I've seen when it's standing up seem to indicate that there's like a little circular platter that it. That I can it sits just show on. you what's on it without answering anything explicitly. Okay. This is the circular oh, no. platter on the bottom. There and it is. Okay. On and the, is that is that a fixed piece? On this side, we have these there's rubbers. Uh -huh. Oh, got, um, it, got, it, got it. I don't okay. want to answer the fixed piece question. Okay. Got it. But um, it stands well. <laughs> and you said it's a bit of a fingerprint magnet? Yeah, real yeah. bad fingerprint magnet. Like, that's that's definitely, like, I know it's such a minor thing that really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But, like, if I just grab that, can you guys it, see that? It matters to me, Alana. I'm right. going to wear gloves touching this thing from so, now on. It seems similar right. to, like, yeah. the Joy-Cons. Uh, like, if you have the great Joy-Cons on a Switch, it seems very, because like, those can get uh, real uh, printy and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, I and I mean, I really, I was only even comfortable mentioning that because, you know, I've seen so many people who posted photos with theirs that you can see the fingerprints over it. And when I posted my photo with mine, I made sure that I wiped it first. I was like, you can't really embargo what everyone is posting <laughs> pictures of. So I'm just sort of confirming the pictures that, yeah, it, it, now, it gets fingerprinty. So I guess it's just a, like, you know, if you're not going to move it much, just clean the front when you set it up and then it'll be fine. Uh, but I feel like my other Xbox One Xs or, or the Xbox One in general, just haven't done that so i'm not maybe it's because i have designs on most of mine at this point i don't know i think the not green looks problem. good i do kind of wish i'm sure there are many good reasons green why looks great. Do it, but I, I, I do wish that had been some kind of led like i wish that that green was glowing out of the top that would be cool it, that would the, be the cool thing game. is that it really looks like it is and that's a thing that i think is super cool it it, it looks like it is um i've had like a couple of people be like could, could i put a light in there You'd be like, I mean, maybe, but I don't know why you would. Oh, so, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, people are going to, I think people will be modding it for sure. People have to do Mod those up. RGB modifications. Probably. Okay. And it, it's, uh, it's plenty yeah. of room. Again, preview unit can only say so much trying to be cautious here, but uh, this is all stuff that you've already seen. So yeah, mostly it's like what I'm allowed to talk about is the quick resume and my review is Oh my God, it's so cool. <laughs> like genuinely impressive. I knew it existed. I'd already seen footage of it, but then when I got to try it myself, I was just like genuinely sitting there laughing, just being like, now, holy shit. I'm pretty That's sure cool. I did see Digital Foundry or some other sites talking about frame rates when they were running like One X games. Is that, was that, did they, were they breaking some kind of embargo or are, are you also, are, are people also allowed to talk about performance at this point? I can talk about saw... um, backwards compatible, uh, certain backwards compatible games and how they run. Uh, okay. which is specifically what I'm allowed to talk about, um, the load times and the startup time in, in total. Um, can't talk about the UI. They're, they're definitely being very particular about it, but of course it's a preview unit, so they only want you to talk about the things that I would guess are ready for preview, where you know not everything is done yet. Um, I you know didn't check the frames, uh, but I will say performance across everything was perfect. I had absolutely no problem with anything whatsoever. So everything that I've tried wonderful <laughs> a big one for me gary i know we've talked about it in the weeks prior and maybe alana can speak to it if she touched it that way with the memory but uh seeing jeff grubb transfer games from different 
hard drives and units around. It all looked like he was able to transfer Assassin's Creed Odyssey in less than 10 minutes. Really, there was a range between different transfers, but less than 10 minutes for a pretty beefy game. In my mind, that we talked about last week with how long it took me to transfer Halo and Gears, that's a huge positive. I love knowing day one, I'm going to come in, plug in my external hard drive into this new system and be able to transfer games lightning quick. That was a big one that I took away and resonated with me throughout the week. Alana, have you tried any sort of transferring of games yet? I haven't because I don't do that. Um, I have three Xbox One X's like permanently set up. And funnily enough, I know what is installed on each of them because they all have different purposes. I've got my one that I play in bed. I've got my one in my living room. And then I have my one that I use for streaming or whatever. So sometimes if I want to, I will just move the stream one to my bed instead of hard drives uh because i'm in a studio apartment so for the record they're all a meter apart maybe um however uh i i will test that for you guys so i can talk about it next week so i will do that for for kind of funny which obviously um i know greg also got one and i'm sure there's a content rollout plan there to have tons of coverage of of this leading up to uh further embargoes some of which we don't even know the date of yet um, but yeah, I can do that as a test for you guys. Uh, see how fast those speeds are and see how I like it. Speaking yeah. of, Mike, uh, since since we brought up Greg, I do want to go on record once again uh, as saying the fact that Greg Miller got one of these things before you and me is a disgrace. <laughs> let's just let's just acknowledge that. <laughs> He's Something, the boss. Something's broken. Something's yeah. not right. Uh, Phil Spencer, you're right. Let's just say this, best friends. I have a gigantic list that I will send to Alana and Greg and be like, please answer as much of this for me because I'm eager to have all of that. the answers. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't wait. You know, I wouldn't traditionally do that kind of thing um, in terms of <laughs> testing uh, hardware for that specific thing. Like what I care about is how the video games run for the most part. Um, but happy to test anything you like to to talk about here for sure. Yeah. Would you would you say that the quick resume and the load times, given that you'd heard a bunch of stuff about how they were much uh, uh, improved prior to really getting getting your hands on it? Would you would you would you say that the real world experience of that matched your expectations or exceeded them? Exceeded. Or? Okay. Because it's it's theoretical. Otherwise, it's a oh, this thing seems cool, but seeing it in person, you know, obviously I'm a person who plays video games virtually all day, every day is my main hobby and also my job. So like the comparison between what I do every single day versus this is like, like it's, it's amazing. Like I just, yeah, it's, it's better than I expected, even having seen videos, because when you're doing it yourself and making the choices yourself, I think it just feels more significant. Um, But I, I absolutely love it. Like, and I think it is a feature that I will use pretty often uh just so excited by it like this is the first time really with like next gen because generally again i'm a person who cares about video games more than anything which is why like i don't have a tremendous amount of platform loyalty like what i care about is cool games and that's what i want to talk about this is one thing like that fully outside of just cool games i'm like oh my gosh which like obviously still feeds into it being about video games and how fast i can play them but it's made me like super excited about next gen outside of the particular titles that i'm excited about Heck yeah. And as you should be, because when you see that loading time, I mean, Gary Whitted, did you see this loading time from Ryan McCaffrey? I'm talking Red Dead 2 on the Series X, one minute and five seconds compared to the One X at 243 was what he was yeah. clocking in on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know yeah. how I mean, we have gone seven years staring at the television screen. That, that is that the long. difference between acceptable and unacceptable to me. Uh, Red, I, I had a hard time with Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, to be honest with you. And one of the reasons why was those load times were interminable. 
so yeah, I'm bad. really, really glad. And I and I think that it, it, it was interesting to see like the table of games that you know it wasn't always like a similar like for like you know uh, you know comparison in terms of oh this one went from like two minutes to to thirty seconds and this one but you know, it was it wasn't always the same uh, you know kind of relatable you know second per second difference because obviously every game's you know coded differently. Uh, but I think I think it was out of world. So there was another game that went from like fifty eight seconds to ten. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to notice those differences for sure. Yeah. it's Sea of Thieves that uh, that got me the most. Really? Um, what do you know? How fast that was off the top of your head? Did you feel it? What did no, you think? Haven't haven't timed it because like I just got it last night at maybe like six p.m. and mostly like did everything I did in in a vein of excitement more so than vein of work <laughs> at this point, which like will be this weekend where I'll start like writing my stuff down and covering it properly um but i didn't i kind of didn't realize with that game specifically that it can take a really long time to load up it can take a long time for you to get in you do see loading screens pretty frequently um that just it feels like it's instant it's on the on top of speed greg miller said that he's never seen Fortnite load up faster which I said, I Greg Miller. Checked Fortnite. You're ridiculous. This, he, is, he this, is why it's wasted. this is why it's wasted on him, Mike. <laughs> I said, Greg Miller, I'm not, I'm not happy with that. Absolute mm-hmm. pearls before swine. What a, what a, what a tragedy. He didn't even try Halo. Hey. What an injustice. <laughs> oh, He's having some fun. Gary, I want to switch over to you. And Alana, I'll come back to you. I don't know how much you can really answer I... with the new system, but maybe next ge- or last generation. Gary, you've been around in this space for a long time in the industry. When a new console or PC launches, what were some of the first things you wanted to dive into and start playing around in to give impressions on? I like to poke around the UI and the front end and just see what the new user experience is like. From the little that I've seen, uh, some people have been, I see that, uh, you know, Larry uh, Major Nelson's been posting some uh, footage. It doesn't look, again, from what I've been able to see that's been publicly released, it doesn't look radically different just kind of a little slicker and shinier version of the ui that we're used to on the on the xbox one uh but i you know i i, I like to poke around the ui see how snappy it is see what the kind of the front end user experience is like again a lot of it is going to come down to these uh quality of life improvements again I, I've, I've said it a million times but people think I'm, I'm silly but i really mean it just simply being able to charge the controllers via USB-C, so we don't we don't have to fuck around with god awful micro usb cables anymore um, just, just little things like that really please me. I will say, uh, the other thing I really like, and again, this has been publicly released, um, is, uh, and this is one of those little th- nerdy things that we always enjoy when a new console comes out is I really like the new startup sound and startup animation, just mm-hmm. things like that make you feel like, yeah, this is something new. This is, this is, this is a new generation. Uh, they, they, they do a very good job. I think they must have like ASMR people that come, that come in to consult like here's a really pleasing sound that you know will make people feel happy as they boot up their console every time uh you know whatever that little chime is or a little jingle uh when you launch a console for the first time my favorite one of all time is actually the orchestra tuning up for the playstation 3 remember that one i used to love that uh and you know remember that you must remember that but maybe, I, you know, I bet if you played for me maybe i would remember it oh it was a, it was a it was a favorite of mine and i really liked the the new one yeah <laughs> <laughs> excuse me for the series x as well um look like i don't i don't think this is going to be a revolutionary you know, the ui is going to be much the same the games are going to be much the same except better i really think the 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 biggest and most um noticeable thing and maybe it's not surprising that this is what microsoft has led with in terms of what they've made available first uh for people to talk about in this embargo 
is just the snappier performance when it comes to load time and quick resume. And I really, really appreciate on the PS4 how they're, you know, how well their rest mode works. Uh, it's also true on the One X, just being able to, to turn on the console and the game's basically been held mm-hmm. in that suspended state. You can you can get back to it right away. Uh, it's always really pleasing to me. Um, so, and, and this just feels like the next natural evolution of that because they do often have, uh, like for example, in the house right now on uh, on our uh, uh, Xbox, uh, sorry, on our PlayStation right now, for example, I play a lot of Fall Guys. My daughter plays a lot of uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Anytime Ooh. you want to switch over. Wow, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a legit game. This is a whole game of family. This is the game of household over here. <laughs> but but and, and then uh, Spirit Fair, there's a bunch of different games that, that we're all bouncing back and forth uh, between. And so, and every time you switch, of course, there's that wait because it has to reload the entire game. Quick Resume is going to make that go away. And I think that's going to be... Uh, Awesome. I, I'm, re- I'm really, really excited about that. Can't wait to, to... And I think Alana's right. It's one of those things where you... you e- even, even seeing it on a video where, you know, they're booting up two games and it's always a really compelling demonstration. Like they did one the other day with Tony Hawk 1 and 2 and you're already skating around the park on the Series X when, you know, the, game, the loading bar is like halfway done on 1X and it really does throw it into stark relief but even then you're still kind of just watching that on a youtube video i think it's when you see it for real in your living room that you're gonna go oh yeah okay i get it now that's what happened to me yeah for sure yeah it's really cool to hear you get hype about alana right because like even ryan said from ign he was like this feels like a 500 dollars machine it it does what i want and so that's really cool like everybody that's got it and shared their small insights that they can everybody's been very positive on it which is a great sign to see here in this first week of impressions. We have positive impressions. I have nothing negative to say about it, I guess, other than it's a bit smudgy. <laughs> Do you like feel really like, it. Alana, I don't know what your setup's like at home, but you said you had to uh, arrange it horizontally, like inside your cabinet. Given it. given that it's big, even horizontal, are you able to p- put it into like a slot there and feel like there's still plenty of room and airflow around it? Yeah, totally. But that okay. is, you know, just the nature of the way that my setup is. It's next to one of my speakers and there's still plenty of room for it um, horizontally. Because it's, I mean, it's really about the same length as an Xbox One X. So if you can sit an Xbox One X, it's going to take up that amount of space. It's just taller by right. probably about three. Right. Um, so yeah, fits perfectly. Looks looks really tidy. Like I said, it looks really neat and is is certainly, well, no, I feel like I shouldn't say that either. Basic <laughs> things that I'm not allowed to say. Just like, <laughs> yep, fits. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I will kick the same question to you, Alana, but I'll say, hey, if you're embargoed, you can't, you don't have to answer, but maybe on previous generations, what were some of the first things that you like to look at when you get this new console? What are some of the first things you want to go see? I always want to play a pretty video game. Okay. That's always okay. my first thing. It's like, what game do I want to play first? Um, just to see what it looks like. I know when I got my new TV, I uh, put out a Twitter poll. I was debating between Forza Horizon, God of War, and Red Dead Redemption 2. And I ended up going with Red Dead Redemption 2 as my... Oh. KTV christening video game um so that's generally what i want to do is like but what is the prettiest thing on this look like and in this instance like forza horizon is obviously going to be uh, an absolute stunner um but yeah I, I definitely also like startup sounds i like a new controller Ooh, um yeah. but yeah for me i mean you know obviously having a launch library of exclusives is is a big one too of what games can i play and can i play all of them and that's obviously not the case right now we don't have access to any games that are coming out just yet uh, obviously so still waiting on that but um yeah definitely checked out the ui can't say anything well, okay just, i just yeah. need to stop talking 
And yeah, I presume, Lana, I presume, you're out. <laughs> I presume you can't talk about the controller either, although it doesn't seem like there's going to be too many surprises there. No. Jeffy Grub Grub <laughs> said a little bit about the controller, Gary, just for you. He likes the the little bit more of the weight, a little bit larger size. I don't think it's that noticeable, but he said he likes the weight, he likes the size, and really enjoys the share button and also accessibility when we talk about it, Alana, right? You always do a great job preaching that and putting that out for everybody. That share button, Jeff Grubb says, all of the buttons on the Xbox controller can be changed to anything. So it doesn't have to be tied to just your start button. That could become the A button. I mean, if well. he's already That's said really some cool. stuff, it has cool. You don't texture. have to if you don't want to. Okay. Jeff, Jeff Grubb's always going rogue. You know, you just don't. You never. You never know. Okay. What to then I didn't say anything. Hey, don't say anything. <laughs> he's got an awesome hair, and he's got great hair, and he's got killer sunglasses. He loves doing his videos. I love. It's it. like it's like it's like it's like talking he's to a child. Like, just because Jeff Grubb did it, does that mean you should do it? <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. I want. I'm not saying anything. So as we move forward then, and we will see a lot more coverage come out with embargo dates lifting and stuff, Gary Whitta, what are you really looking forward to? Because when I start to think of the questions I have as a consumer, a gamer, an Xbox guy, I think I'm like Alana, right? I want to see the new, prettiest, biggest games run on this machine. But I also want to see, you know, the Astro headphones update. I want to see how that looks like in real life, right? We've seen these different companies from Elgato to Astro who sell these third-party things like Hey, it's going to work. We have a plan set. But I actually, of course, want to see that in motion. I want to see Alana plugging in her equipment into the Elgato and it's snapping on like it always has been. Very excited to see Steph. I look at achievements I want to know about. And as well, a couple of my friends want to know about download speeds. They want to know if you purchase a game off the store, does it seem to be going faster than the Xbox One? You would assume that it should with this new hardware, but do we mm -hmm. have any sort of limitations on that? Those are some question. of the things... When I start to think about the new console that I want to see and uh, discuss, Gary, do you have any that you're thinking I'm, about right now? I'm, 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 and again, no one knows anything for sure until these consoles are out in the wild and we can, we can really test them. The messaging's been is still very limited, especially on the Sony side, where you know right now Microsoft's a little bit ahead of the game on Sony for console for for two consoles that are only uh, two days apart. Microsoft has already talked and shown much more about the Series X than uh, Sony has with the PlayStation Five, where they seem to still be kind of holding their clouds very close to their to their chest here and not talking about no, in, in great detail about Microsoft's uh, owning compatibility. the new cycle right now. They, abs they absolutely are. And there's still a lot, it's still a lot, a lot of unanswered questions about uh, the PlayStation 5. Travis uh, so Scott got one. He got a controller, yeah. didn't he? Didn't it turn out that he had a controller? Or oh, did, I don't did know. He really think? I thought it turned out like they were selling the PlayStation 5 controllers early. Somehow he got one. And he took the photo. Then people like found out, like, "Hey, bro, you don't even have the console." But I could uh, be wrong. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I've been duped. If, I mean, Travis, Travis Scott's got his own Happy Meal. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him the PlayStation Five. The guy's obviously killing it right very now legit, in the influencer very game. Legit. Very legit indeed. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited just for simple things to know, like my Astro uh, headphones will work with the uh, Series X without any modification. It sounds like. Uh, for certain like third-party headsets, you may actually require some kind of adapter on the PlayStation 5. I, I'm getting the impression, and who the hell knows, but I'm getting the impression, just the general sense, that the the, the general kind of backwards compatibility and, and the continuity, let me just say, the general sense of continuity between the current gen and the next gen um, with, with, with software and hardware and just the whole experience, I have a feeling that Microsoft, it's going to emerge that Microsoft has the edge there over PlayStation 5. And that may just be because PlayStation haven't yet, they certainly haven't talked in detail as much about what their plans are and what and what, and, and what the compatibility and what the functionality is. 
Um, I, I just get the impression that if if if, if backwards compatibility uh, in terms of software and hardware and you know smart delivery and all the things that we talked about, if that's something you're, that's important to you, I get the impression that Microsoft is going to have your back more than Sony is going forward. That may that may well end up not being true once Sony says more, but they kind of need to get on with it and say some more because we're only a few weeks away. And again, the two consoles are only two days apart, but Microsoft is certainly more than two days ahead in terms of the information they're revealing about what we can expect when we finally unbox these consoles. I know it's part of the job, but generally, like, like just fully honestly, I find the what is this company doing versus what is this company doing conversations to be so uninteresting. I'm like, I don't even want to, like, talk about it in that way. But what I will say is... Um, I really appreciate uh, Microsoft's marketing presence and social media presence right now. Uh, yeah. I feel like, A, it's <laughs> being real funny. Like, I'm entertained by it. Uh, but it's also, like, they have given people more information. They've given people an idea of value. Um, and, you know, getting these out so people can talk about some of the features before people make these huge purchases. Um, obviously, it does suck for everyone who pre-ordered, couldn't get it, to see other people having them. Like, I understand that completely. Um, but generally, their transparency and and what they're offering right now is very cool to see and the consistency with which we're seeing it again as someone who covers video game news professionally uh we're making maybe one or two xbox videos a week uh because there's just so much coming from them right now so i just i really appreciate how much they're telling us where i feel like um sony while i feel like they have some of the exclusives i'm a little bit more excited about coming in the next six months uh i don't know anything or i don't feel like i know very much about what they're doing other than those games um, so just just want to appreciate Microsoft's current presence for sure. Just no one doubt. other thing I want to clear up before I forget, because I promised I would do it last week do on it, the Xcast. I made oh, a yeah, I made it, a um, I made a bit of a schoolboy error when we were talking about the external uh, storage, the extra one terabyte of storage that Seagate uh, is selling. That that right now is is the only kind of Xbox certified solution. Two hundred and twenty bucks for an extra terabyte for a proprietary card that goes in the back of your Xbox. We talked last week a little bit about how that seemed a bit pricey, and I pulled up some one terabyte SSDs to compare, uh, and they seem much cheaper. Of course, as it turned out, um, that's not really a fair comparison because the kind of the kind of SSDs that I was looking at are simply not in anything like the same category of speed and performance uh, as, these, uh, as the newer technology that is in the Xbox and is also in that Seagate external drive. And if you look at comparable solutions that do have that same level of, of the latest uh, technology, um, even though 220 bucks is real money, uh, it's it's not out of whack with what you'd expect to pay for storage at that level of uh, performance. So I apologize if uh, if I got that wrong, uh, but I'm I'm also I, I already ordered that one terabyte stick because I know that I'm going to be I, I live the digital life. Um, I you know I still really wish that there was a there was a, a a cheaper diskless version. I think there probably will be at some point. I don't ever anticipate ever putting a disc in that Series X. I, I that 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 drive of mine is that physical drive is probably not going to see any action at all because I'm just going to I'm going to get that one terabyte update and just juggle everything uh uh digitally. Uh so if, and and for that reason I'm I'm very very glad um that we're going to see that proprietary uh storage uh option out of the gate. I think Sony might be doing something uh similar again. We they're, they're being much more opaque right now in how they're messaging that. They've still got time uh, but I think what Microsoft's doing right now with the like, allowing us to have that extra storage out of the gate, um, it's it's nice for those early adopters who are willing to spend that money. And I think you're going to see more third parties coming to market with 
uh, more you know, also more competitive, and there'll be more competition in the external storage game for people that want to uh, boost that one terabyte. Because don't forget, it's not a terabyte. It's, it's more, one of the other things that we saw was once you account for all of the system software and everything that, that you know that needs to live on the system all the time, the OS, uh, you're actually looking at closer to about 800 mm-hmm. um, gigs of usable space. Um, so that for, for people that do want to juggle a lot of games digitally and have a big game, if you want to be quick resuming those uh, even seven or eight games, seven or eight games, like really, really big games will fill up that 800 uh, gigs yeah. real fast. Yeah. Uh, so I think people are going to be looking, if not right at launch, probably within three to six months, people as they, as they start to see their game collection building up and going, oh, I probably could use a bit more overhead here in terms of my storage space. Hopefully by that point, there'll be more third party solutions uh, coming to market and that and that competition will bring the price down you'll be able to get that extra terabyte for less hopefully considerably less than the 220 dollars that we're being asked to fork out for it at launch really well said gary thank you for that one and another really fun one coming from ryan mccaffrey right is he was gassed up about seeing all of these old backwards compatible legacy titles on that new hardware going so much faster right and those weren't even the optimized titles so he was like oh i can't wait to get these games over there it's going to be a fun conversation about storage as we start this generation and move forward with the price tag of the expandable little memory card and what games you're putting on, what games you're moving. But the transfer speeds that we saw this week were absolutely killer. They were super fast and they made me feel really good about like, hey, if I need to shift games, if I need to move games, this isn't going to take all day, which is huge for me. And back to what Alana said to wrap up this podcast, as an Xbox fan, Xbox is killing it. Team Xbox on the social media front is keeping it fun, they're keeping it lively, and they're keeping me informed when I need to be. They're open, like Alana said, and I've had a ton of fun seeing all the preview coverage. I've seen a lot of people celebrate Xbox recently, which is what I love, right? I'm a big Xbox guy. I want to give you the high fives when you celebrate Xbox. Man, oh man, as we just got done with preview week number one of the console with people's hands on and us sharing our thoughts, this is so exciting moving into November 10th for sure. I can't wait. The last thing they posted was a Crash Bandicoot meme. Yeah, the I'm best. just, I'm is just it, really is it enjoying it. Is it a good one? Yeah, oh, it's wanna... it's like pixelated Crash with whoa and then HD Crash whoa. with another whoa. Oh, <laughs> hell yes. Love That's it. great. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I really I appreciate it. I, I need to I show this because it. it's so show, show it off to everybody <laughs> watching as we start to end out our podcast for another week, of course. Oh. You can take a look at how whoa is right. I love it. Wow, is that so really cool. what the old crash looked like? Yeah. Man. I mean, <laughs> like that's like the the shape look at his weird belly is like a meme thing, but yeah, that's like the pixelated version of Crash from Crash One. Yeah, what is the deal with the giant belly button? That's just but, weird. Whoa. Who knows? But to end the show, we got some fun stuff here. So let's go through it right now. Doom Eternal is now on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, so make sure to go download that. On top of that, you will have EA Play coming to Game Pass on launch day with their catalog, which is going to be a ton of fun. You have a really awesome Xbox activation alert. That's right. Everybody take a deep breath. If you're driving along, pretend like this is a car commercial. Introducing the Xbox Hall of Fame. Celebrating gamers who have achieved excellence on Xbox One. Are you ready to join the ranks of the elite? The description reads, make your mark in Xbox history, win an Xbox Series X and more. Think you have what it takes to enter the Xbox Hall of Fame? Everyone can win. The top eight performers from each country will secure epic prizes, while 10 other fans will be rewarded 
for just taking part. Make sure to go check out the Xbox Hall of Fame. We're going to be touching on it next week and the week after that, this really fun activation that they've brought in to say goodbye to the old generation and hello to the new generation. So all my achievement hunters out there, if you got big gamer score, if you've been playing Xbox Game Pass titles, or if you've been doing none of that legacy stuff, guess what? There's also Xbox trials you can get in throughout the week and throughout the month to get involved and possibly become Xbox Hall of Fame. That's your fun one right there. Alana, I'll kick it to you to end the week. Where can everybody find you? What awesome stuff are you doing? And what can we look forward to next week if you can share that with us? I don't really know what you can say. <laughs> I am at Charlonzard on everything is my name in the middle of Charizard. You want to remember how to spell it? And that's fine. But I also work for Funhouse and Inside Gaming. So really just making a lot of content over there right now. Um, we'll have some cool coverage stuff up, like I mentioned, on Inside Gaming of the Xbox Series X where possible. But I will also probably have a video on my personal channel actually showing off a quick resume in the next couple of days. I should be able to record that tomorrow. So that's pretty much it for me right now. You're the coolest. Gary Witta, talk to me. What do we got going on this week and where can everybody find you? Uh, two of the shows that I do regularly are taking uh, the week off this week. We'll be back next week. Talk Guys, the Four Guys Talk Show. We'll be back next Friday. Dungeon Crossing, the Animal Crossing uh, D&D show. Uh, we'll be back next Saturday as well. Both shows are taking a bit of a, a, a rest um, due to some scheduling stuff. Um, but yeah, also, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be streaming uh more next week over on twitch.tv slash gary Witter. my pga 2k 21 rivalry uh with the penny arcade boys uh continues and uh alana i will remind you once again i'm not kidding about this Baldur's gate 3 thing when that drops next week i really i really want to get into it we're doing there we it for go sure. keep an eye Very out for both of their social medias right there of course i am snowbike mike alongside my producer barrett courtney thanking all of you for tuning in to another episode of the kind of funny x cast remember your home for all things xbox here at kind of funny Another Xbox weekend is coming your way right now. So make sure to enjoy that. And of course, kick it off with Donktober as well. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Barrett and Blessing will be playing through Donkey Kong 64 Saturday after you're listening to this. So go check out social media. Thank you all so much for tuning in and allowing us to power our dreams. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.